You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 40. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. It's our midlife crisis episode. Whoop, whoop. This is 40. (laughs) Well, how fitting that it's a very special episode. We're recording this episode in a sports car (laughs) with our mistress. With our mistress. Isn't that how midlife crises work? I guess. Crises? 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 I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't I haven't hit mine yet. I'll let you know when I get there. Okay. Okay. How'd I, yours go? Fine, she left. <laughs> so <All> score. Right. <laughs> so shameless plugs. Yeah. Speaking of. Ah, boom. <laughs> don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Yay! Would you like to hear it or should I just read it in my head? Um, I'm just kidding. Of course I want to hear it. Okay. Uh, this is from JLCSF, whatever that means. I, I don't know. It's Let's, iTunes name, so. Could it, be anything. Who knows? They say, great find. Got my bike in May of 2015 and am amazed on how the community has grown. It's hard to keep up with the OPP, but this podcast does an amazing job of summarizing the highlights of the week. Super fun and informative. So thank you. Wow, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So if you would like to leave a review before we run out, (laughs) you can do that at iTunes. Well, don't forget, we do still have... There's some Facebook ones that yes. we'll get to yes. at some point. Yes. If not forgotten yet. We have not. Yeah, it's Tom just, wants to finish iTunes. We'll never, and I, keep, I keep telling him, like, we got we to gotta have a cutoff point because, you know, if they keep adding reviews onto iTunes, when are we ever switching over to the Facebook group? But I won't be able to keep them straight. We'll, have, we'll write it down. I don't write things down. Well, I can write things down. Okay. I keep track of things. It's literally my job. And while we're talking about our shameless plugs... Don't forget, uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, you can join the Clip Out group. We talked about this a while back. The difference between the page and the group, 
case you were wondering, is if you join the group, uh, the things we post will kind of automatically show up in your feed. If you just like the page, well, we appreciate the like. A lot of times the stuff you post, who knows what Facebook's algorithms will do to it. So if you want to stay up to speed, that's that's the difference between the two. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that again because I saw we got a ton of new likes this week, which is great. Yes. Thank you guys very much. But just in case you're not in the group, you might want to be in the group because they also get special little features, little heads up about uh, what's going on in Pelotonia. Like, for instance, when we had Rebecca Kennedy on, we asked the group, hey, what kind of questions do you have? Right. And so the group got to chime in with questions. And so when when you hear her interview in this episode, a lot of those questions were supplied by listeners. We should probably take this moment. We should. To do a little caveat. So we tried to read the names that attached to the questions and... A handful of people got their names read And what happened was She kind of started answering the questions organically Before we could ask them And so then it got awkward to try to push them back in Right So a lot of people did not get mentioned this time around But we appreciate that you submitted the questions And uh, thank you for taking the time Yeah, so we don't want you to feel like you got slighted Or you're like, what happened there? That's what happened Just a little inside baseball A little how the sausage is made Once she started answering the question And then it was hard to circle back around And it, and then it was like, ah, it just all spun out of control yeah. It was madness Also, I don't know who won the ping pong game and you'll find out what I mean when you get there. I can't control where the interviews take place. Yes. I think they were having a beer pong tournament in the background. It sounded like fun. Yes. So, uh, so anyway, there's yes. all of our shameless plugs. Uh, what, besides Rebecca Kennedy... <laughs> Did you say theclipout.com? Oh, I didn't. Theclipout.com. <laughs> it's another plug. Yes. So besides Rebecca Kennedy, we have all kinds of things to talk about on this episode. It's groups galore. This week, we have all kinds of group updates. Awesome. And uh, we have an update uh, on one of our instructors. And we also are going to talk about a new collection in the boutique. And uh, we have a new feature as well. Well, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Paladin. So let me look at my show notes here and figure out where you want to start. Oh, look what's at the top of the list. Something about shopping. <laughs> I mean, shopping is always at the top of my list. <laughs> but yes, uh, there was a new collection that dropped last Saturday. It was the new Just King Playful collection. So you might remember that we have all, all the instructors get to have their own kind of collection. Well, it's kind of it's this is a little bit different because Jess King already has her own line of clothing called Playful. So this particular line is like a mix of Peloton and her line Playful. Gotcha. And uh, I think the kids call that a mashup. Yeah, they probably do. Or Slash for the Slash generation. Yeah. So, yes, it dropped on Saturday. And uh, <laughs> so there was a little snafu, I heard. A little snafu. Yeah. Uh, one of the leggings got put up for zero dollars. Whoops. So people swooped in. Yeah, they sold out in like five minutes. I can't imagine why. People yeah. like free. Yeah. So do we know? Did, did Peloton honor or do they back? Peloton they, honored. They, well, that's very nice. A lot. I mean, they didn't even get an email. It just it just shipped. It just shipped. That's very nice. Because I mean, this happens to retailers sometimes. About every six to eight months, you hear something like Walmart screwed up and sold a flat screen for a nickel and and uh, which is really good. When I was a kid, flat screens cost a nickel. 
that worked. And typically the retailers just go like, clearly that's a mistake. We're voiding your order. Start over. You know, and maybe they'll offer you some sort of a little bit better discount than you would have gotten. But so like, so they they stood by it. They did. And, uh, you know, for anybody that complains about anything about Peloton, let's remember this. Let's remember something that I don't see how you could possibly fault Peloton for it. They had an accident. It was an oopsie. And they just... They just let it go And they just so, rolled with it I I mean I wasn't lucky enough to get I had one in my cart And it was gone Yeah <laughs> I tried It's probably uh, for the best They're really cute It's a, it's a very cute collection um, This is uh, There's also a cat suit in there Because it's Just King She's the one that wore the cat suit At our HRI last year Gotcha That I made you stay away from So <laughs> uh, There's cat suit in there Somehow I feel like y- You were never in danger <laughs> of course not Because you are so devoted to me Yes I am But I also don't think The fitness instructor In a cat suit Is like Setting her sights On doughy Bald middle aged men I don't know Call me crazy You could be right So some of our Long time listeners Might remember Long time Because we've been around For 40 episodes 40 episodes I make it sound like We, we you know, I know It's like 40 years Like the podcast <laughs> Used to be in black and white You know <laughs> So some of our Longtime listeners might remember a while back we talked about uh, Hannah Corbin. Hannah Corbin's mother had uh, kidney issues. Yes. And uh, we have an update on that. We do. We do. I am so excited to let everybody know that Hannah Corbin's mom, Sharon Corbin, Got her donor She got a donated kidney And uh, my understanding is That everybody is is healing uh, Everybody's doing great And um, I have to tell you guys About this awesome thing That occurred on the GoFundMe page So there were There's a GoFundMe page That's been out there For a very long time I think it's like 10 months ago That it got put up there And they had an Originally they had a $15,000 goal To raise to help with medical expenses Because obviously It's super expensive Not a cheap undertaking No and, uh, well, when I checked the other night after I heard the news, they were at uh, 10, just under, they were at 12,000. Okay. And, so a good um, chunk, though. Yeah, a yeah. good chunk. But but it's been up there for 10 months. So, gotcha. but But still great. Like, people have been super, super great. However, you know, we have some awesome tribe members. And a couple of people, you guys might know, they've been on the podcast, Paige and Nancy. Right. Uh, They put a little post out on the JSS tribe and they said, you know what, guys, for every dollar that you guys donate going forward, we're going to match that donation up to $5,000. Wow. I know. How amazing is that? So I checked today. Guess what the amount is up to now? What? You're not going to guess? $15,500. $28,692. Holy cow. I'm telling you, when this community decides they're going to do something, they freaking do it with style. I mean, holy shit, right? Yeah, that's crazy. And and it all started because because 10 months ago, this GoFundMe got put out there and it's been just going and going. All those people donated and then Paige and Nancy got it to a whole nother level. Everybody's been given all week long. This went up on the 22nd. So it's been three days. It's gone from 12 grand to 28 grand. You guys are freaking amazing. Holy cow. And just so you know, we did donate. Okay. Shoo. One little jerk. I know. You can use that money you saved on leggings. (laughs) Exactly. 
<laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy. And I'm so happy for Hannah's mom, Sharon. How exciting that she finally got that. And what a relief for the family. Yeah. I mean, that's such a hard thing to go through. So if you haven't already... Reach out and tell Hannah Corbin congratulations to her mom. And thank you, Paige and Nancy. You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat. But <laughs> you know what they maybe hate to do or don't have time to do? Cook. Cook. Yeah, some people love to cook. I'm not true. one of those people. And I really like when we are able to find something amazing like Factor. Whenever I checked into Factor, I got... A box of keto for you. Okay. And I got the calorie smart for me uh, because I know that meat is the focus of your meal. That it is. And for me, I'm like, I want to try all the things. So as long as it's healthy, I'm good. It can be any kind. But... The nice thing is these are like two minute meals. You fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals and they're ready to heat and eat whenever you are. And you know what? We even did the math. The Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every single meal is dietitian approved. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. No prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. So uh, big, uh, big news in the world of Jennifer Jacobs crew. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> a little bit of an update, you guys. You might remember I told you there's a new fan page a while back and it was called Jacob's Tribe. <laughs> you also might remember that's what got me kicked out of the Fast Times group <laughs> that I talked about the Jacob's Tribe. I still find that hilarious. However, it's so cool. Jennifer Jacobs has now joined the group. Not only has she joined the group, she put a lovely message on it and they have rebranded they are now jj's crew so the group is called jj's crew and there is this message from jennifer jacobs there are no words to that will express exactly how i feel about this crew that has come together to celebrate all the positivity that this community has to offer at the very least i want you all to know that i appreciate you it is an absolute privilege and honor to lead this crew but truly this is not about me this is much more about each and every one of you that come together to form this crew. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the love, sending it right back to you. How amazing is that? Oh, that's really nice. And so people over time have asked, like, do, you know, does she have kind of an official Facebook residence yes. where they can land and, and get updates in the same way that that uh, like Jen Sherman, that Jen does. Sherman does or, or Hannah Corbin. Right. Yeah. And previously there hadn't been one. Right. And now there is. Yes. And of course, Jennifer Jacobs is still going to be involved in the heart rate crew. She's still going to be involved in all the other groups that she's always she's going to be on the official Peloton page wherever she was originally found. Right. She's still being there. Like She's not going away. Uh, it's just really cool that she has an official home at this time. That right. she recognizes as her official home. So if you're looking for that information, you can go over to Facebook and just search for JJ's crew. Yes, you can. And I'll go ahead and put a link to the Facebook up on our page again, which will be found at Facebook.com slash the clip out. Awesome. And speaking of new groups. Yes. Okay. So there's been a lot of excitement about the tread. Wait, the what? <laughs> the Peloton tread. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't? Do you want? Do you want me to they're, show they're you a receipt? Their own, they're making their own line of bread. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes, they're okay. making their own line of bread. Gotcha. That you can run on. It's gonna be crazy. 
So <laughs> the Peloton tread. Yes. And so uh, some people got together and said, you know what? We need we need a new group for the Peloton tread. So there is now a new group for the Peloton tread. And uh, it is called Peloton tread group. <laughs> well, there's something to be said for keeping it simple. It is. I mean, there's a lot of groups out there. And yeah. you want to have Peloton in the name so that people can find it easily. Absolutely. You want to have Tread the name so if they're looking for stuff about the Tread. I mean, I mean, it's easy to make fun of, but I joke all the time. We, I did that concert at the arena called Rock of the 70s, and I was like, what a horrible name. But you know what? Nobody was confused, and it sold great. So. Yes. Yes. So uh, the Peloton Tread group. And uh, so so we've got some, some admins that you might recognize. Rachel Boutine. And? Ellen Back. And myself. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You're helping out, lending a helping hand. I am. So, in the interest of full disclosure. Yes, I wouldn't want anyone to think that I was not telling them that I was an admin, and here I am. On the DL. And here I am saying. Go over to the group and join. But yeah. seriously, if you're interested in the tread, you absolutely should join this group because it's all about the tread. And so, you know, we've got the OPP for the bike. Let's have a new group for the treads. We can kind of keep them all separate. Plus, new people that have never had either. How nice to go into a nice, clean, fresh group <laughs> and not get yelled at. Yeah. So yeah. they get to start. They get to start from scratch. Yeah. The, if a potential tread purchaser stumbles into the OPP, yikes! They're gonna be like, no, thank you. <laughs> Well, now they have an, an an additional place to go. So with all the excitement about the tread, Peloton has not forgotten about the bike. They have not. There are some new features that they unveiled this week. Yes. So we've got a couple of things. Like you said, one is called class plan on the class detail. So you're out there you're looking for an on-demand class. You click on the class. Now you can see exactly what's involved in the class. So I know that doesn't necessarily mean much to you, but specifically, um, you can see how long you spend cycling. You can see, you can see how long you spend on arm segments uh, or how long you spend on warm-up. It kind of lays out the entire class plan so you can see very clearly are there arms on this one? No arms. Am I going to be in the saddle the whole time? Or is there going to be a lot of hill work? Is there going to be inter- lots of intervals? Or you know, is this pretty much an endurance ride? This so. sounds like a feature that they're getting in place because of the treadmill. I think so, too. I think so, too. I mean, people will know more of what we mean once they hear Rebecca's interview at the right. end of this. But but yeah, I, I think it's going to help people decide what kind of class they want to take. And I am so excited that it's coming to the bike because it's fabulous to be able to get an idea of what you what's in store before you get on the bike. So now we've got our music that everybody asked for. You can see your list. Now you can see who's playing and before you even get into the class, you can see exactly what's in store. Awesome. And so what you said, there were multiple features. Yes. So what the, else do they got? The second one is called member search. So apparently you can search by username or your Facebook friends. So you just tap on the more button on the bottom right hand of the home screen and select find Peloton members or you can select find Facebook friends. And so then you're going to be able to get both. So easy way to find people you're already Facebook friends on the bike and vice versa. There you go. Absolutely. I wonder if uh, if like you will discover more people like Facebook friends that had a Peloton that you didn't know. So far, that has not happened to me, but we live in the Midwest. So that's fair. There's not as many here as like on the coasts. Yeah. Also, a couple of little things that Peloton did not officially announce, but that I have noticed on the bike that I thought I would tell everybody about. Um, If you haven't looked at your friends list lately or the people who are following you, if you click on followers, it used to be that you had to scroll all the way to the bottom to see who your new followers were. 
Now they're right there at the top, which oh. is super handy. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> if you start just scrolling, you could be there for a while. Right. Well, you could, Miss Popularity. No, no, no. Don't say that. He's like, it's so awful. No. I have so many friends. It takes me forever <laughs> no, to scroll through the wall. I just meant. <sighs> Stop it. I come downstairs. That's all I hear when she's on the bike. Oh, you <sighs> do not. I have never said those I have words. so many followers on the bike. <laughs> That's the real workout. <laughs> wow. That's my arm workout, scrolling through all these oh people. Oh my gosh, Tom, stop it. People are going to think you're telling, <laughs> you're saying the truth and you're not. <laughs> so anyway, the other thing, and I didn't notice this, but somebody else brought up an email uh, or about their emails. Now that when we get the emails from Peloton, it used to say their name and their leaderboard name. Mm-hmm. And now it just says their leaderboard name. So just a small thing, but I think it's for privacy concerns, but it's interesting that it changed. So I wanted to put it out there in case people had not noticed. Cool. Yeah. Here's some new tips from the training center. So everyone in Peloton world has been all super excited, all a Twitter with a lowercase T (laughs) about Peloton tread. Yes. Rumors have been circulating. It's all, and then and people would post something, and then it would get taken down. It was always craziness. Yes. And uh, and so it's finally official. It's here. And how more official could it be than we actually have your new Peloton tread instructor, Rebecca Kennedy? Hey, Rebecca, how's it going? Hey guys, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show. We're so excited. We figured we should talk to you up front because pretty soon you're going to be. Super busy. <laughs> there's there's a few things that I'm, I might have to do in the upcoming months. Yeah, I, you know, in all honesty, it's really exciting, um, and I just can't wait to get my feet wet with everything. I've been working with the company behind the scenes, like collectively with the hardware and software engineers and all of our production team, just to make sure that this is something that I feel good about giving to you know not just local community but globally and everyone that's already existing in the community, something that we feel really good about that's going to be game-changing and also like life-changing. It's pretty freaking cool. So let's back up a second. You said that, so it sounds like they didn't build a treadmill and then hire you. It sounds like you had, it sounds like a great deal of input on like features and of the new device. You got it. So they started developing the treadmill, you know, 18 months ago and I joined the team about seven months ago. So it definitely was in early stages and was still I saw it, the first prototype having been built um, after it had just been an idea and, and a conversation and then it actually started being built and sourced. And when I came on board, I had the opportunity to work closely and give a trainer and users feedback of like, what would make my life better or my job easier or as a user what would make the treadmill less daunting or taxing and there are certain features and I'll talk about them at some point during this podcast that make the art peloton tread so different than any other experience you've had before just from the way you operate it hardware wise but then you all know when it comes to that 32 inch screen which is almost double the size of what's on the bike right now you're getting this content and like in your face personal training that doesn't exist anywhere else. So when I was working with them, they it was awesome. It became a team atmosphere. Usually it's like, come in and try this. But they were like, come in, try this and tell me your thoughts. And then 
after I did tell them my thoughts and give them, you know, this would be my ideal case scenario. Can we do it? They do everything in their power to make it happen. And I got pretty much my whole wish list. <laughs> wow. As a trainer, like developing a treadmill, I'm like this is absolutely phenomenal. So knowing that I, it's not like I have to run on this every day. It's I get to run on this every day. I wish I had space in my own tiny little New York City apartment to have one in my home because I would use it every <laughs> single day. Well, you'll have to get a raise so you can get a better apartment. <laughs> well, I, would... <laughs> I mean, put that on the 2018 bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> was there like, when you walked in and saw it, was, was there like one glaring thing that you were like, no, my dream treadmill must have has got to have fill in the blank it's not even something that was already on there that i wanted them to change it's a feeling it's an experience so when you step on the treadmill you want it to have the cushion that is comparable and doesn't really if you step into a gym right now and get any treadmill that's in a big box gym the belt is slippery if if it's an old treadmill it actually gets pulled and stretched and then it kind of jerks you around a little bit but (laughs) sounds like my ex-wife that yeah yeah (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) What a metaphor right there. (laughs) You know, so I was like, you know what, we're going to make this something that I, that, that my joints feel good stepping on every day, that it's going to absorb the shock, that it's not going to actually be propelled by the belt, but I want to propel it by myself. I want to use my body like I would outdoors. I want there to be a comparability to that outdoor run. So while I don't want to run in 10, 20 degree weather, I do still want to run in the winter. I do still want to train year round and I don't want it to feel like that normal feeling that everyone has attributed to a treadmill where it's like running that my knees, my hips, my ankles, you know, I can tell you that I ran on this every single day, eight miles a day, five days in a row. And my body felt great at the end. I mean, it it was something that you can't even get that outdoors. You know, I live in New York City and it's the concrete jungle, obviously, because I have an option of running on concrete sidewalks, streets or highways. (laughs) (laughs) And and while I take advantage of that, having an opportunity to train on a device that's actually going to alleviate a lot of those problems and also give me some really badass instruction and music. I mean, that's another thing when I worked with the hardware teams. I mean, anyone that owns a Peloton bike right now is going to be astonished at the difference between the sound quality between the bike and the tread. We, I mean, our sound bar is now facing forward and the actual loudness, the volume, the clarity, I mean, the bass, everything that you want from an experience in a studio, you get that in your home. I mean, it's phenomenal. I, I cannot wait to try it. It was um, 17 degrees this morning and I, I, I'm just starting to run for the first time in my life and I'm I'm approaching 40. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it was very, very cold and it was very hard to make myself go out and do that this morning. (laughs) I am proud of you for getting out there and doing that because in that cold weather and a newbie runner, like, you need to have a lot of self-motivation. That's huge. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. It was 17 and, and that's actually warm. Warming up Yeah Compared to where it's been No it's been like Round zero Like I was like Okay it's close enough To 20 that I can Justify that I can go out there (laughs) Last week (laughs) Yeah like two two days ago It was so cold We were walking Through a parking lot And my face was like It felt like it was Getting the frostbite on it It was was so cold (laughs) So So I know everybody Is I have gotten So many questions People have asked Like how did you End up at Peloton Tell us about your work history like how you 
got here? Of course. Well, I mean, I've lived in New York City for almost a decade. And my background, the reason I moved here was because I was a dancer. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in college in dance. And while I was finishing up my senior year, I got uh, into both Alvin Ailey and also Broadway Dance Center's internship program. So you could continue studying. So, of course, I jumped on the opportunity to move to New York and start dancing. I got signed with an agency pretty quickly and was working as a professional dancer. Funny story, I met Emma Lovewell, Allie Love, and also Hannah Corbin back in the day as we were all dancers. So I've, I've known all those girls for such a long time. It's great to be full circle back with them here. <laughs> um, but we, uh, I started fitness modeling and doing a lot of on-camera work back then. And obviously to stay in shape, I was working at a gym. Um, and as a dancer, you don't make a, a ton of money. So, you know, I paid off my gym membership by working for the director of fitness there. And he now my mentor and has been my mentor for this, you know, entire time of my career here in New York suggested that I look into teaching. He's like, I think you have the personality for it. I mean, you always take class. You're bouncing around the gym nonstop. You're a performer. It really makes sense. I was like, you know, it's, so, it's too funny. I, as a gymnast, I had personal trainers growing up and I always loved how empowered and how I felt like I had the upper hand in my sport and in my craft because I was getting stronger in the gym. So when I got certified and I started teaching class, I was 22 years old, 21 years old. I was, oh, Lord, thank God there was no video footage of me teaching back then. But, you know, we, it was, it, you got to get your feet wet somehow. And we all learn experience as the best teacher, but I've been teaching for, you know, so many years now. And I used to listen to this YouTube video just in my headphones when I was at the gym. And it was this workout that existed in LA called Barry's Bootcamp, which we all know now. Yeah. And they didn't, they weren't not here in New York City. There was no boutique fitness here in New York City back at the time when I first started teaching. So I, you know, would always YouTube it. Somebody had randomly like videoed their class or, got some sort of footage of it so I would make up my own interval workouts I thought they were really fun and super effective and once I found out I got wind that they were coming to New York City I jumped at the chance to go meet the CEO and I told him when I, I met him for the first time I said I want to meet I want to work here <laughs> like what do I need to do and he was like okay well you know let's get you into the next training group and it was as simple as that you know there was only one studio back then there was about eight instructors maybe and I was hired within the first year that they were open, six months that they were open. And I, at that point, had been teaching in New York City for about three years and doing a little personal training and getting my, my bearings and a lot more training programming under my belt. So when it came to teaching at Barry's, it felt very grounding for me. It felt rooted in my beliefs as a total body training system. And at that same exact time, I was working as a fitness model with Wilhelmina and they sent me out to an audition for Nike and I got hired at the same exact time as Barry's as I did with Nike as a master trainer, which was really cool. You know, we got to start teaching body weight training classes, strength training classes with equipment for all women around the world, anywhere between 10 to 300 women at the same time. It was always powerful, big statement messages. And I felt incredibly blessed to work with these insane companies. I mean, Nike has been around for decades 
and they continue to show upwards growth. And so working with a company like that, you have, you get to learn the inside workings and get a really great solid business background. And then working with a startup company like Barry's, you know, a mom and pop kind of company where they bring you on as like one of their own family. I got to get a lot of different experience as a trainer, but also as an employee and a leader. And as the fitness boutique industry in New York started to grow, I saw a lot of, you know, new concepts opening up and people trying to reinvent the wheel, offsprings of, you know, the workouts that we do right here. And I I always felt that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So keep doing what you're doing. Don't bounce around, you know, continue to and really hone your craft where you're at. So I always believe, you know, we get one reputation, one credibility, and you need to put in your work. You need to do your diligence. And so one thing that I... Uh, I always feel very passionate and grateful that I had that time to build it. So I met John and Jill Foley taking my boot camp classes, and you know, five years ago, six years ago, before they even started Peloton. And so it was when they had, you know, they didn't even have the bike completely developed yet. But they, John, always came up to me and Jill, such wonderful people. I love them, Rebecca. We'd love for you to be the fitness model for our Kickstarter campaign. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I would love to do that. So <laughs> I get to ride one of the first Peloton prototype bikes in, you know, in their home in New York City. Wow. And then I saw that, you know, that they reached, not only reached their goal, but surpassed their goal. And then they, you know, obviously from there, it continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I've watched their journey and dedication to this company grow. And it's been absolutely phenomenal seeing a dream not just become reality, but become so many other people's dreams and reality at the exact same time. When, you know, Robin Arzone reached out to me last year, letting me know, hey, Rebecca, we're looking for a master instructor for a tread. It felt like this role kind of was made for me, that I had spent all those years working at Barry's and all those years working with Nike and keeping myself grounded in one place and gaining all that experience and taking on leadership roles and working with clients and seeing them develop into these, you know... <laughs> unleashed athletes there was no way I could turn it down I mean working for Peloton was an absolute dream I, I would have you know they always ask like how did you know and I said the fact that I would shave my head to work for this company <laughs> that's, how, that's how I know I, I mean you just it, it is it is a one it's been a wonderful experience before I even started working for them before I even signed um, I love the ability to grow within a company I love them to see I love seeing them honestly celebrate women here's a really cool fact other than myself obviously as master instructor but our VP of fitness our head of PR head of marketing our design hardware and software engineers are all women wow and and that to me you know seeing a company not just celebrate but really build itself on strong female leadership I I couldn't wait to be a part of that it was it felt like I was walking into home into somewhere where I was valued and I think as an employee and also, especially in fitness, where we're here to motivate and uplift and design and continue to inspire, you want that to exist in your place of work as well. So, yeah, you know, now that I'm here, long story, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's kind of how I got here. 
there. And obviously, I'm very excited and grateful to be here as well. So since you knew John Foley and Jill Foley and let you were the, the fitness model for the Kickstarter and then you watched this whole thing kind of explode, was there a moment of kind of like a kid at a candy store with his face pressed up against the window but no money in his pocket? Like, I, not like where did you kind of feel like, but wait, I want to be on this train. No, they did actually um, bring me in to audition. John wanted me to be a Peloton instructor years ago, but contractually I was working with another digital fitness brand and I couldn't get out of it for a little while. So it didn't work. Gotcha. But to be in, in all honesty, you know, I love the bike. I love taking all of the classes. I love all the instructors. I love what they're doing. But did I feel like I was a kid in the candy store looking through the window? No, only because I knew that what I was doing serving a purpose and I was gaining experience that was invaluable. And, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Looking back, had I left earlier, I don't know that this if I would have been the right candidate for this role now. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. That's a good no, point. that makes a lot of sense. It's kind of, it's like mm-hmm. you said, it kind of feels like it was just meant to be timing wise. So absolutely. It kind of reminds me of real quick, Billy Crystal was supposed to be on the first episode of SNL and they cut him for time and he never came back and he was just like, eh, that missed my window and I'm gonna go do something else. And then, you know, ten, twelve years later, he circles back around and it makes him a huge star. And it's just it kind of reminds me of that, that like they're at the beginning but not quite in front of the people and then and then now this is your moment yeah right that's i mean i love that story for him too but it's so it's so comparable i mean that's that's exactly how it feels i mean when i i called my mom and i was like you're never gonna believe this but (laughs) 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 this is what they want me to do she's like are you kidding me (laughs) absolutely like i'm like i know um, I said, I mean, I've only had one inter- interview, but hopefully it goes really well. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it sounds like it did. Jumping the gun, but <laughs> so far, so luckily, good. Luckily, it did go really well. <laughs> so you you said you've been there for seven months. Was it like super hard to keep this a secret? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, only because when I got hired, I wanted to scream from the top of the mountains with joy and like tell everyone yeah. what I was doing because, you know, I had built this community here locally. But I also felt so excited to jump in, like, eager beaver, two feet in, like, <laughs> I want to be a part of your community right now. And they're like, you know what? We're going to we're gonna save your reveal until we reveal the treadmill. And I said, oh, my gosh. Well, when are we revealing the treadmill? I said, January. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So what's the game plan? Like, how am I talking about this? You know, really staying out of photos and, you know, exiting studios different ways and trying to keep it very low key. And, you know, I've been auditioning all my instructors that were going to be on, you know, our tread team, which we'll be announcing, you know, later on this spring. But they all had to be, you know, equally secretive. And it was just, it was hard. But at the same time, I knew that it would be that much more potent when the tread reveal came because there would be so much excitement built around it. And to be associated with such a great moment, it was worth waiting for every single second. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what a great reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cool. This probably doesn't fit in with that super well, but I want to make sure I, I get this question because uh, we have a bunch of listeners that submitted questions as well. And and one of them w- was talking about how you have your RK Solid brand and you had an RK mm-hmm. Solid retreat um, that you did last year and they 
were curious if you were still going to do that again this year. Great question. Um, so they, the sh- long short answer <laughs> is I hope so. I definitely um, have no plans of doing it this spring like I did last year, specifically because we're all hands on deck getting the studio ready and getting all of our programming ready and doing all of our rehearsals and recording. So it's not going to be the spring, but there might be one or two in the fall and winter. So stay tuned. It would definitely be very small and intimate, kind of like my last one, specifically because I like to be hands on with all of my attendees and make sure that everyone's getting good training and also have that one on one experience. So, yes, possibly. I have already linked up with a couple of retreat centers and different locations, but I definitely, Peloton is my number one priority. And I, I you know, honestly, it's going to be kind of one of those things where if we're busy in the fall, super busy, and I'm not going to be leaving anytime soon, but I will definitely keep you guys updated. Um, and it'll be on my social and on my website. So if you, if that was something that anybody was definitely looking for, you know, stay tuned. I will be posting away and giving you all the details, but I'll give you enough time to book a trip across the world with enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And that, that question was from Katie Armand. So she's she's one of our, obviously she rides the bike. So she's super excited to hear that you are one of the, you're the instructor for the tread. So. Awesome. Well, Katie, I can't wait to see you on my retreat. <laughs> and on the tread. You're going to work out, girl. <laughs> so uh, our next question is from Stacy Revere. Revere. We're going to call it that. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I hope I'm not mangling their name. It's Stacy, right? <laughs> No. Uh, she asks, uh, how much do you stretch before running and what sort of stretches do you do? Great question. So before I run or work out, it depends on the workout and depends on the run on the specific stretches that I do. But the question that she asked was how much. And in all honesty, it's whatever amount of time I have that I can actually get a good amount of work done. But it has to be specific to the workout that you're about to do. I don't do static stretching before I run or before I work out because the muscles are not warmed up, but I do dynamic stretches prior to my runs and my workouts specifically because I get a better run and a better workout and better results when I do that. So, you know, especially I'll take at minimum five minutes at maximum 30. Okay. And then after my workout, a cool down stretch on a good day, I'll get an hour on a day that I need to wrap things up super quick, I'll take five to 10 minutes. So, you know, making sure that you do something is better than nothing. But if you do have that time where instead of sitting down on the couch and just watching TV, throw your yoga mat down on the floor or your Peloton mat on the floor and, you know, get into some stretches and multitask. You know, you can walk and chew gum, you can stretch and watch TV. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm a big advocate of that. (laughs) She's a big advocate of watching TV. You heard her say it, so I can... That's, I we'll have her. That one back, Tom. I have that one back. Rebecca is a big advocate of stretching pre and post workout. Oh, I was. I was like, I I'm really, sure you went with that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really liking this new one. She's my kind of gal. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. I will totally do the t- the TV workout. Yeah, I'm like, I'm crushing this. I've been doing this for years. I invented binge watching. Kidding me. That's awesome. 
Um, and how, how did you originally get into running? So I ran track and field in high school. Um, I was a 100-meter sprinter and hurdler. I also dabbled in the triple jump. But, you know, my in gymnastics to keep your conditioning up, part of what we did was run outside. And it was never long distance, but it was long enough that it definitely stayed a part of my regimen throughout my entire life, even after I quit gymnastics. Mm-hmm. I think every single sport incorporates running into it specifically because it is one of the best ways to condition your cardiovascular system. So when I moved to New York City and I needed to get some cardio in, I always would run in Central Park or on the West Side Highway or in Brooklyn over the bridges. And it just was a great way to A, get to know my city, but B, also, you know, a very easy way to get connected with myself and find out how I was doing. It was a good check-in, like not just as an escape, not just a place to a time to like meditate, but also a time to see how I'm improving. I mean, every single run will tell you where you're at today. It'll be the first flag, like where your energy is and how your pace is and where you're sore, where you're not sore, where you can push, where you can pull. Like there's running is the definitely something that'll always give back to you. And then as I was getting into my career in fitness, to stay in top shape. I always saw my best results physically when I added running into the mix and longer duration runs as well as intervals. So I'd mix it up always. And when I got hired with Nike, you know, part of Nike Training Club is also Nike Run Club is coinciding with it. So, you know, everyday training always incorporates some sort of running in my head and every training system that I've ever worked with, it celebrates it because it's honestly one of the best ways to condition your body and you can continue to do it on a regular basis without with it always giving back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. It's probably, I guess it has to literally be the oldest form of exercise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I mean, you, you definitely said it first. I, every single culture, it's a universal language. You can go anywhere around the world and join a run club and, you know, go to any city and there's always people running everywhere. There might not be people doing the same dance everywhere or lifting the same way or training the same way, but running is definitely a universal language, that's for sure. It's how we stop tigers from eating us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, since you're not teaching classes yet, for obvious reasons, there's no one to teach them to quite at this moment, What's a, what do you do? What do you do all day? Like, what do you... <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so every day at this moment, I'm still building my team and we are working on our training manual and we're putting together all of our content and I work with the music team. There's always, it's a, it's a long journey to get from point A to studio opening. And, you know, even looking at the timeline, which seems like a long way away, I know, from our studio opening and getting the treadmills into your home. But for us, we have a ton of work to do on the back end to get everyone ready. And we know we we have we're going to be offering uh, hundreds of different types of classes and we all want to be teaching every type of class with the same intention, the same goal. So, you know, learning how to incorporate the leaderboard into our, into our running and how to incorporate heart rate training on and off the treadmill. And there's institutions of different protocols that we're putting into place. So long story short, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you won't see front facing, but 
everything that we're doing right now is going to make the experience in the fall a thousand times greater. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. It's it's helpful for people to know that, I think. I think I think we are so excited. I mean, I don't you might have picked up on by now that this is a pretty pretty intense community. Uh, so <laughs> we we're all very supportive and excited to find out every detail that we can. Said yes, you're absolutely yeah, right. Everyone's anxious. I love the excitement. It's potent. You can feel it. <laughs> so when when you talked earlier about the tread, you said that it's mm-hmm. it's different than a regular treadmill. It's different than running outside. So what what is a running experience like uh, on the tread? compared to a regular treadmill? So other than the the belt itself, I mean, it has 59 different hand-laid slats that are super cushioned. So you're not going to f- feel, it's not going to slip on you. The Like the shock absorption is ins- insane. The knobs to actually go from a walk to a sprint is so fast. It's like driving a Ferrari. I mean, you just literally slide the knob forward and then slide it right back and there's no lag time. Wow. So I come from a you know a background where interval training on a treadmill was was our shtick and that's what we did every single day. But you'd have to either input, type in the numbers, press enter, and if you went over the range, it would get stuck and you'd have to start it over. Or you were pulling on the emergency cord to stop fast enough. We eliminated all that. That was one of the first things that I said. Listen, there needs to be a quick way, one one touch system for me to go from zero to sixty, you know, in a, in the blink of an eye. And we managed to make that happen. And it. it extremely intuitive. It just becomes one of those things. You know those fidget spinners? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that where it's addictive. You're like, I want to go fast. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. You'll notice that's like the first thing you do. And um, <laughs> if anyone's leaning over the treadmill and talking to you, they're probably going to play with it and all of a sudden you'll just be going from walking to running very, very fast. <laughs> like, Hold on. <laughs> or you'll end up in a viral uh, video. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds like a reason for Tom to not try yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, but I don't want to go fast. <laughs> well, no, it's super, it's super fun. It's, uh, it almost ends up feeling like a video game that you're kind of immersed in. Oh. And it's really a wonderful experience where you're, for me, it's, it reminds me of like the IMAX experience when I used to go into an old movie theater and you knew what to expect or you'd sit in the uncomfortable seats and that they didn't lean back and the screen was right in front of you and it'd be a little blurry and you'd always have that like burst in the corner where the they'd cut the, the scenes. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, as we started to evolve and you got new technology behind, well, the seats started going back and the screen started getting bigger and the sound started getting bigger and everything just gets greater. So when you take into consideration the user experience, now we have incredible sound. We have this screen that takes you into our New York City studio. And then also when you're touching the screen, you, you can input your own feeds that you'd want it to be for a walk, a jog and a run or jog a run and a sprint so that when instead of even throwing the knob forward or back, you can literally just touch the screen once and go to the exact speed that you've pre-programmed in your user profile to be your jog run and sprint. That's it awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's so good. Now, I heard a rumor that there's a special OK Go setting for dancing where you can... <laughs> yeah. 
Is that true or no? No. That's um, a Rebecca request. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having active recoveries, we have dance breaks. Yeah. So. You have okay, you have the band OK Go come in. You have to, but you yeah. have to own at least four treadmills for this to happen. That's hilarious. Yeah. I wish that comes with the treadmill plus. <laughs> so I mean, I know that there are a ton of different kinds of classes that are going to be that you can take, but but I mean. Can you tell us what they're like? So, like, what's a walking class like? What's a, you know, tell us about the different classes and what they're like. Right. Yes. I mean, this is definitely something for everyone here, for every level of fitness, for every age, for every body's different days. I mean, even if I look at my week, some days I'm going to want to walk, some days I'm going to want to run, some days I'm going to want to climb, right? So yeah. when we design this, we're definitely going to take uh, have a, a bunch of walking classes and some of them will incorporate walk runs. So if you're looking to start running, but it's not in your repertoire yet, you start off by doing different styles of intervals with walking, maybe 20 seconds on and 40 seconds off or a minute on and a minute off or two minutes on, one minute off. So there'll be different styles of intervals. There'll be uh, walking uh, hill climbs, which would feel like a hike. You can imagine if you're ever going to go you know, on a hike in the summer or in the fall, whatever, you can do all of your training on the treadmill. And that would be also just some steady hill climbs with a gradual increase of the increase or some rolling hills that would also be applicable to our running classes. You know, some days we're going to do hill repeats to get our legs really strong. Some days we're going to do fartleks. Some days are, you know, intervals or tempo or threshold runs. And these terms come from a running community. So if you're not vested in the running community and you just want to go for a fun run, well, just like we have on the bike, we're going to have on the treads. So you'll have your hip hop and your rock and your country and all of your different themed classes. We're definitely going to do all of that pop classes like on on the treadmill itself and then you get to have even more stuff on and off the treadmill so you're going to have hybrids walking and strength training classes running and strength training classes classes that are just fun on the treadmill and fun on the floor body weight resistance bands toning classes i mean literally there's over a hundred different style of classes that we're going to be leading and then we're going to have beginner intermediate and advanced classes for all of them low impact classes i mean you name it it's definitely probably in there because i want there to be something for everybody here that is so exciting i'm so excited when so when you do like uh, one of the the classes that incorporates floor work is it like you get off of the treadmill like one time or is it like you you're on the treadmill then you hop off you do some floor work and then you hop back on and then you do it again or you know like how many times would you do that in a typical class or does that depend on how long the class is it's all depending on how long the class is so if it's a 20 minute class you would split it up half and half 10 minutes on the treadmill 10 minutes on the floor if it's an hour long class then it can go a bunch of different ways. It could be split up 30 and 30, four quadrants. It could be split up into, you know, three different rounds. So it's all, you know, highly dependent upon what the instructor is specifically working on that day. Maybe they want to do an upper body, a lower body, and a core section on the floor. So maybe that's why you're doing three rounds on the treadmill independently. But it's definitely, you'll know what you're going to get when you select and there's the class description. So you'll know exactly how it's broken down before you even link into it. But it's definitely a always going to be a little different. And that's what's going to make it so great is that, you know, you're going to trust your instructor to give you the best quality material. And, you know, I'm I've been taking the entire time I've worked at this company thus far. And I'm still looking right now to find the best trainers in the entire world so that I feel 
confident and I know that you are going to be able to trust the, every single member on this team that's going to give you the best content. That's so exciting. We, we have a lot of people who do uh, marathon training um, while they while they ride the bike. Uh, so I know a lot of people are excited to have the treadmill option. Is, is there going to be something within the tread that you can use for marathons? Like if you want to just go, you know, a certain amount of miles at a certain pace, can you do that but be in a class atmosphere? Absolutely. We're definitely go- going to be doing um, race prep classes. So anything from your best 5K to your marathon training classes. Now, while we won't have 20-mile classes like long runs or anything longer than 60 minutes uh, on our actual board for options, you the runs that we're actually going to put in there in Q2 will be for the long runs and will be specifically for race preparation. And so if you ever do want to run longer, you have several different options. You can double up on classes and go into on-demand. You can take an encore class. You can go the extra mile, which is one of my favorite classes. So, you know, I designed this extra class called the Extra Mile. And basically at the end of any class, you can add an extra mile on um, that comes up both live and on demand sometimes that if you want to get extra mileage that day or you want to challenge yourself and see what your fastest pace is that day or you want to burn an extra 100 calories or whatever your reason is, it's going to be there for you. So we also have a Just Run feature if there is ever a day where you want to you know, hop on the tread and just hit your long run, you can go for your 20 miler right there too. So, so you could do a manual run and just capture the metrics and not necessarily even be in a class. Yep. (laughs) Obviously, you know, you're, you're missing out on the queuing and specific tailoring to a race preparation. But if you know what you need to do specifically for a race and you just want to lock into your just run feature that day, it's definitely um, an option that exists on the table. Okay. And, and how, how does a class work? So, so for anybody who hasn't taken some kind of class that, you know, incorporates treadmill, you know, treadmill classes of some kind, how does, how does the queuing work? Is it just, you know, okay, adjust your resistance to X or, you know, how, how does that work? Because obviously you want to keep it fun. I mean, everything Peloton does is fun. So we know that's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're asking specifically how do you develop your metrics? Well, I guess I'm just asking like the format of the class, you know, uh, like in in a bike class, you know, they might say, okay, let's hop out of the saddle. And and then it's, you know, they kind of design it a whole bunch of different ways. Is there a better way to say it? Well, I I think what you're asking, kind of what I've been thinking is that like... I think people have been familiar with the concept of a spin class. It's been around for a while, and, and but I don't know if I think people think of running as more solitary, so they don't necessarily think of it as something that gets taught in a class environment. And so, absolutely. So what, like, what's that kind of what's that look like, and what's the right. what's the structure of that, and is it comparable to a spin class? Is it modeled on that? Is it is it something? Is this an it's entirely new thing? On that, um, but it could be compared to it in a, a very high level way so just like any class especially let's take you know spinning class for example there'd be a warm-up phase where you're just getting the legs going and maybe that's a walk and maybe that's a light jog maybe that's actually going to be some run specific exercises so if you look at track athletes and the way we warm up for any sort of sprinting or faster runs we definitely want to um, activate glutes we want to activate core we want to make sure that our hip flexors are turned on that our hamstrings are nice and warmed up so maybe you're going to get into some side shuffling maybe you're going to do some run specific exercises on the treadmill or off the treadmill before you actually get into your run but then when we're talking about the run itself you know most first miles 
miles are generally just warm-up miles and you're just getting some junk miles out to get the heart rate going and then you can get into the body and the meat of your workout. So a fartlek workout, which in Swedish means speed play, would look like a fast and then a slow workout. So you could compare that to an intervals class in on a spinning bike, right? Yeah. Where you might um, increase your speed and then slow down and increase your speed and slow down. But we also have the variable instead of adding in resistance, what would resistance look like on a treadmill? Well, that would be called incline. So if you're running outside, a lot of times we don't even realize like the dips that exist in our own topography where we're living. Oh, I realize that. There's always them. an elevation. Oh, you, you do know. <laughs> like, no, no, I know. So you know when you're heading up those hills and oh, you're yeah. heading down. I, I, the, I realize them and I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's definitely much more apparent in some places, right? Obviously, if you live in San Francisco, you're like, yeah. oh, yes, I know all about hills. But even if you're going at the same pace the entire time and you're maintaining your speed, the minute you add in an incline, whether or not it's you know, super high grade or even negligible, it adds a different challenge. So automatically, you're going to feel that in your lungs and you're going to feel that you need to increase your cadence just to hit your same pace over and over. So there's definitely running is a sport, just like cycling is a sport. And in any sport, there is a method to and a practice to get better at your craft. So it would just be like saying, you know, well, what would how would you get better at playing football? Well, you're going to have football specific exercises and you're going to have to get out there and you're going to have to scrimmage. You're going to have to play some ball. So you're going to have to get out there after you do some run specific exercises. You're going to have to get out there and run. But it doesn't just have to be a single pace that you go for a long distance. I think that's where a lot of people get a little bit, mis- they misinterpret what running is a lot of times and how it gets translated into a classroom atmosphere. But there's so many options on the table. A, a, a directly translative sport to classroom program for running too. So we have variables like time and distance and speed and plane of, of action. So whether you're going forward or sideways or backwards, you can add in intervals. You can add in run-specific exercises off the treadmill. So if you want to do, you know, a strong run, it may, maybe you'll have some squats and lunges and calf stretches in between that you'd actually get on and off the treadmill to make for a stronger run the next time around. So there's a, without giving too much away of like the actual specificity, specificities of our classes there's plenty of fun and variations within every single workout that there's not even a possibility of becoming bored with it (laughs) i'm so excited to try it (laughs) so would you say the same thing about total body classes like that are just focused on the the mat are there just like a million different options that that you could do are there or or is there kind of okay i didn't know if there was maybe a certain structure or how it would work i guess i guess you just do the workout Whatever is up on the screen is what you do. <laughs> so, I mean, here's the, here's the thing about floor-based workouts. They are a great opportunity for you to get a full-body workout if you're not going to run every single day. So, especially for our new runners, if you're not already running five days a week, I wouldn't recommend starting off running five days a week. Some of your classes should be a walk class. Some of them should be a floor-based class. So we want to make sure that we're giving you a really well-rounded program. And maybe some of it's going to start off with a body weight and beginner-based class. Some of us might start off with, you know, resistance bands to add in, you know, a little bit more of strength 
in a different format. And then maybe when, you know, some days you're going to use dumbbells and you can use light to heavy dumbbells. And they'll also be broken down via upper body, lower body, core. You're going to get run specific workouts. You're going to get calisthenic workouts. My fingers are crossed that eventually there's going to be a handstand workout on there. So right now you're working on, I guess, the, the waiver that people would need to sign for the handstand workout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legal is probably like, Rebecca, yeah. no. <laughs> in all honesty, there's so many cool, fun things that you can do in a floor-based workout at there's no limitations. Our body can do so much. And, you know, get, especially now that we're able to get off a piece of equipment and continue to work out. I mean, we have the world at our fingertips. We can just do so much. But yeah, there's going to be a ton of different classes on a daily basis. You'll see we're going to be using equipment, no equipment. There'll be maybe some workouts that are designed to really kick your ass. And then some workouts that are designed to be really low impact and be nourishing to your body in those post-recovery uh, post-run stretches and pre-run workouts and, you know, very specific to what it is that you are looking for that day. I've heard that you might, you're considering calling the low-impact classes uh, Tom classes? <laughs> oh, yes, the Tom classes. <laughs> I did hear of those. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. People know what that, they'll be I'll like, oh, yeah. I'll put a vote yeah. in for you, Tom. I'll yeah. put a vote in. <laughs> Well, everybody would know what they were getting. Precisely. (laughs) Every instructor brings their own unique energy to the bike has been so far, but going forward, any kind of piece of equipment. So, So what can we expect from you? You can expect music to be the forerunner of my class. I am obsessed with um, having music that is perfect for the actual class that you're doing. So if I have a low impact class, I want that to be reflective in my music. But at the end of the day, every single class, the two things that you're always going to feel from me are going to be motivating and they're going to be challenging and challenging in a way that's not scary. And but it's almost like, you know, a coach wrapping his arm around your shoulder and saying, you know, like, we're going to do this together. You got this. You're with me because I'm, I'm with there. I'm with you every single step of the way. And not to say that every day is going to be really hard and every day is going to be really easy, but there's going to be challenging moments within every single workout. And it's just something that we have to expect because that's the way our days go. And that's what makes us stronger every single day. So, you know, I always think that there's the reason that I'm here is because we all need a little extra motivation and that's what I want to bring to the table. Awesome. Do, do you have a certain kind of music that we would that we can expect? Like that's your favorite? I'm obsessed with hip hop. That is that. <laughs> like, my number one. I mean, number number one. But I have to admit, when I'm sprinting, I love rock. I mean, my dad is a musician, um, and so I grew up with everything from listening to Eric Clapton to the Beatles to the Turtles and everything from Aerosmith and Metallica and I mean. You name it, uh, obviously. Like I, I could, I can't just pick one favorite. But I'll say the majority of my music that I consistently train and teach to is hip hop. And then when I want to sprint, I need that hard, heavy rock. <laughs> so was your dad a professional musician? Yeah, 
he still plays out. Mm-hmm. Is he so like? Was he involved with something we might know? Or no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. No, he does more local stuff. That's, that's definitely like a passion project of his. So gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. As you could probably tell by the latest boutique collection, the Peloton users, Pelotonia, they love their uh, their their slogans, their catchphrases. And do you have a catchphrase that people could expect to hear? My catchphrase which for you know lack of better words or my motto is always you can do it awesome i mean last year when i was training for my triathlon i had torn both of my hamstrings and i was just coming out of it oh. <laughs> and Ow. i was on my you know 10k portion of my race and i remember out loud having to coach myself oh. every time i would go for a run and i was like getting my hamstrings back into working mode i out loud like a crazy person said my name (laughs) and I'd always say Rebecca you can do this Rebecca you got this you're doing so good Rebecca and it was just like hearing somebody else say it because we don't say our names out out loud ourselves but I I highly encourage you guys to try this and like anybody that's actually listening the next time you're in a moment where you're you really want to give up whether it's a plank push-ups pull-ups running cycling like say your name out loud who cares who's listening nobody nobody cares about what you do they're always worried about themselves so be that crazy person that you know says your name out loud because it validates that you're trying and it validates that you can do it so there's somebody right there in that very moment that believes that you can do it and that person is you and so powerful it works every every single time so if i guess a question that we have here is will there be playlists for these workouts just like there are today on the bike absolutely okay oh my goodness yeah i mean pretty much the experience like everything that people have come to expect on the peloton bike as far as the leaderboard the way that music playlists are put together uh how all those things exist they will still exist within the treadmill correct Absolutely. Okay. I, I know some people were kind of asking about that. And and do you know also, will there be, I know you're still working on building your teams. So I don't know if you know the answer to this, but will there ever be like professional runners that come in similar to how they have like people come in for the bikes, like the uh, George Heincappy, uh I think I'm saying his name correctly, um, and, and others like that? Um, that's a great question that I honestly can't give you a yes or no answer to. I would love that to happen. Um, that would be amazing. And it's definitely something that we celebrate on the bike right now, having, you know, professional riders, uh, cyclists come in and, and deliver a class. Like, that is such a unique and special moment for everyone to be able to experience. I would love to um, mimic that on the treadmill, absolutely. But we we will see. Okay, got it. That's fair. And then uh, uh, we have a question from, I want to be sure. And, and I know, I haven't ever said people's names because it's been right. hard. Cause, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, and some of the questions have just been kind of answered organically. organically yeah. yeah. But I, no, I want to be sure and attach a name to this one so I don't sound like a weirdo. But this is from, from a listener, Karen George Bradley. I want to be sure and say your name so I didn't sound like a weirdo. They wanted to know if you're going to be at HRI. I am going to be at HRI. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Yay, that's exciting. We will get to meet you then because we will be there too. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You guys, you know, I just saw the email come out and we've been talking about it and now it's like finally seeing it in writing. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just a few months away. It's going to be so fun. Well, I know you got to wrap up. So I have one last question that isn't on Crystal's organized list that I'm going to throw at you. (laughs) So obviously... Everyone in the Peloton community, they love their shout outs, <laughs> right? They love they love their shout outs. And so yep. I was going to ask as a personal favor to me, 
<laughs> Crystal's leaderboard name is Clip Out Crystal. Could you make her your first official shout out right now? Oh Could my you? gosh, Crystal, you have to be in my first class ever. I will totally <laughs> shout you out. Aww. Oh, I just been on the spot. I wasn't trying to put you on the spot for a class shout out. I was just saying, like, right now, just give Clip Out Crystal a shout out. Clip Out Crystal, I got you, girl. You and me. And now you have to come to the first class, too. <laughs> I will be on your first class. I assure you. We have we have the treadmill reserved. I will yes. be there. <laughs> so awesome! I cannot wait. So I just made you that a part a part of history. You did. I got the first shout out. New treadmill. Yeah, girl. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess before we wrap up, just uh, let people know where they can find you on the social medias that exist out there. Yeah. So you can visit my Facebook page. I am Rebecca Peloton page. Um, so if you want to go to the rider page. You can either slide on over to my profile and find me there. I'm also RK Solid across all other social media, so it's really easy. It's R-K-S-O-L-I-D-N-Y-C. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I feel like that counts. <laughs> Spotify, SoundCloud, if you guys want to my playlist. Friendster. In the meantime, you can get a little taste of my music. You can do all of that. So, yeah. Awesome. Follow me and I'll follow you back. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. You have a good rest of your night. You too, guys. Take care. Here's today's recipe for success. So what, pray tell, would Rebecca Kennedy like us to eat? She would like you to eat protein pancakes. Okay, well, good luck with that. I don't know. I think you could do this, especially if I didn't tell you the details as I was doing it. So in other words, I should not eat any of your pancakes for the next several weeks. I don't know. See what happens. Because don't forget, we also had those yummy chocolate waffles from Rachel. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I'll eat the waffles, but not the pancakes. Well, I'm, I don't have I don't have a waffle maker, so you're just going to have to have pancakes. There's <laughs> mm, shenanigans afoot. <laughs> so this starts with a ripe banana, and we have some Pro Mix vegan pea protein. B12 with B12 and then we have some organic unsweetened almond milk but you can use any kind of milk that you enjoy one whole egg or chocolate milk <laughs> I guess good um it also suggests one egg or three egg whites and then organic pure Madagascar vanilla and extract or scrape a vanilla bean I don't see you scraping a vanilla bean I'm definitely gonna have to make these for you <laughs> and then you can optionally sprinkle in some cinnamon some nutmeg and some cardamom some what cardamom one more time cardamom <laughs> <laughs> you're very giggly today <laughs> well I want people to think my giggles cute too damn it <laughs> your giggle is adorable uh, let's not go crazy <laughs> So uh, basically, you mix it all up and put it in the skillet and heat it up. She also had some suggestions. If you wanted to add more protein, you could do that after by using plain Greek yogurt instead of milk. And then she also suggested you could also add in pro-mix powdered peanut butter to the mix and an extra tablespoon of yogurt. And if you wanted to take it on the go, you could make an extra batch and store it in the freezer bag in the refrigerator. And you could eat it with your hands on the go as a pre-workout snack. Also, as a bonus, you can get 10% off ProMix by using RKSolid10 code at checkout. And that's at ProMixNutrition.com. Awesome. And where can they find all that? Because that's a lot of information to it take It is in. a lot. Yeah. So theclipout.com or facebook.com slash theclipout. Awesome. I'm holding back my laugh. She's, she's, I promise you, she's edited out lots of really funny jokes right here that I- were wildly inappropriate. 
now that I know that for sure there are people from work listening, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta really watch what I let you put in there. <laughs> oh goodness! So, uh, so what do we have in store for people next week? Ben Shermer is on next week. Oh, that should be fun. It'll be so much fun. Ben is great. He's hilarious. If you say so. <laughs> I know so. Okay. I mean. You are the most hilarious There we go Okay sorry Dial it down I don't know It's the one thing you get jealous about It is <laughs> So well awesome We will have that to look forward to Yay So So until next week Where can people find you They can find me at facebook.com Slash crystal O'Keefe Or on twitter At clipoutcrystal Or of course on the bike At clipoutcrystal And they can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe or on the bike. Not at all. (laughs) Just to remind you, in case you weren't aware, yet won't be on the bike yet at all yet ever yet and for always there. (laughs) You hush. Just dragging out the episode. It's already a long one. Yeah. So. There and also don't forget if you want to keep up With the show you can do that at facebook.com Slash the clip out uh, or at our Facebook group that you can join while you're at the Page or on our website at the Clipout.com so that is it For this episode thanks for tuning in and Until next time keep peddling Clip in set yourself free Come on